0: Some portray Jesus to be a hippie, others a social justice warrior, and others a Jewish rabbi. What was Jesus all about? Find out on this episode of Inverse.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
0: Welcome, everyone, to this special episode of Inverse. Every episode is a special one. We are in the midst of a 13-week segment looking at just, just justice and mercy. Not justice. Justice and mercy. <laughs> uh, my name is Justin. Justin. Anyway. anyway, it's a nice playoff. I thought it was nicer. Whenever we need a praying uh, from from uh, Sebastian, please pray for us. Pray and for maybe you. I'll stop stop, uh, stutter, stuttering, stop stuttering. And I'll then we'll look at the Bible, and then the Holy Spirit will take over. And then the
2: this, this show will will go better than intended. So, Sebastian,
0: start us off, please.
2: Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much that we have the privilege to be here at this moment. Um, We take a moment and pause to invite your spirit to be present with us, the same spirit that anointed Christ Mm -hmm. to begin a ministry of mercy and justice. And, Lord, that has continued to impact our lives until this day. Guide us through this study is our prayer in Christ's name. Amen. amen.
0: amen. So we are smack in the middle of our 13-week segment. This is episode 7. So for those of you who may have been visiting us for the first time, you want, probably want to catch up for episodes 1 through 6 and get, you know, the background. And we've been covering really the Old Testament-ish about up to this point. And now we are smack in the middle of the Bible. Well, not in the middle, but uh, theologically we're, we're about Jesus. And uh, let's go to Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. And uh, Callie, can you read that for us, 18 and 19?
3: The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord.
0: Yeah, so Israel, can you give us background to, to this verse and why we're reading it for the for the first verse of this episode?
4: Well, this is the classic verse of Jesus' call to his ministry, earthly ministry. Mm. And here, uh, the Bible is quoting the Old Testament passage from Isaiah, saying that Jesus would come, like the song says, you know, to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free. Like the song, where or not. the song. It? You should sing the it. song. Can you sing it for us? Yeah, I could. I could. <laughs> I could, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, true, true, yeah. true. <laughs> <laughs> so. so the interesting interesting elements that come out from the passage that are significant to us first is found there in the beginning of uh, verse 18 it says the spirit of the lord is upon me there's a reason for the spirit of of god to be poured upon an individual in this case jesus christ mm. and let me let me start by saying that everybody Wants to every Christian, first of all, wants to be like Jesus, and and second of all, wants to receive the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and here you find the, the 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 crossroads of both taking place. Mm-hmm. So the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why? Because He has appointed me to preach uh, the gospel to the poor, mm-hmm. and so. The Spirit of God is given to us for a specific reason, and that is for the equipping of our call to ministry. Mm -hmm. That's why the Spirit of God was given to Jesus. Jesus didn't just receive the Spirit just so he can have it in his back pocket or because it was cool or because it was fun or because it was an extra. But it was given to him for a reason, for a purpose, and that was so that he can accomplish his mission. His mission was a twofold mission to heal and also to, pr- to proclaim. Uh, now, I like was, what you're
0: saying here. So this is we're getting kind of specific here, and the reason is that many people want to make Jesus into all sorts of whatever they want to make him to yeah. be. But here, Jesus is in a sense defining himself, or mm-hmm. well, yeah. defining his mission, his I mission. should say, his mission. Yeah. What I just love in kind of the the craziness of this narrative is before you get into the actual verse, for, verse 18. If you go to verse 17, here it's Sabbath, it's Sabbath worship morning, if you will. Mm-hmm. Verse 17, he was handed the book of the prophet. Isaiah. I don't know if he did this intentionally, if it was given to him, like I don't know. And then when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, and then he reads these two verses in 18 and 19, and then skip to verse 20. Then he closed the book, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down, and all eyes of the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, Today, this scripture, which we're we're going to study right now, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Yeah, I mean, this is like the mic drop that went around the universe.
3: Man.
0: <laughs> For I mean, sure. he dropped the mic, and then this is where the leaders were like, who, who do you think you are, right? Yeah. So these two verses are extremely, extremely important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Israel, you're talking, talking about the Holy Spirit coming upon him, giving a specific, specific injunction, specific power, and then very specific things here that, uh, that if you can elaborate on. Yeah.
4: Well, there's, there's at least, you can summarize them into two different things. Okay. Number one is the temporal and the other is the eternal. Okay. So Jesus here says that he has been called, yes, to heal the brokenhearted. Uh, and and uh, to preach the gospel to the poor and so forth. By the way, the poor is not just the poor who don't have any money, but those who are poor in spirit, those who are looking for something better in their lives. So you have here the element of reaching the temporal needs of individuals to heal the people that are uh, wounded. And also you have the eternal needs of the, of the people, which is the proclamation of, mm-hmm. of, of liberty to those who are captive. And he's not talking here specifically of people who are in jail to break them out of jail, but people who are under the bondage of sin and temptation. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. You it. know, it, it just struck me, you know, as Israel was talking, you see in the passage that, um, as it goes through all the things that Jesus says that the spirit has anointed him to do Mm -hmm. you see three times it's dealing with a message right to preach the gospel to proclaim liberty and to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord Mm -hmm. then you see actions of mercy right so there's a combination in jesus's ministry of message and also merciful service right so he's proclaiming he's preaching but then on the other side he's healing right he's proclaiming liberty but he's bringing recovery yes and so in this sense it 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 almost gives us a sense that in Jesus's mission and identity this is how we come from the balance of Jesus was just a social activist mm-hmm. no he also had a theological message that was embedded in what he was doing and what the Spirit of God had called him to do but there was also a practical tangible mm-hmm. I'm not just gonna tell you good news mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna help you experience good news mm-hmm. you got your sight back you're no longer brokenhearted. you were in bondage and downtrodden and I've lifted you up So in this sense, it's the combination of these that really give us a a true composite picture of who Jesus was and what his and mission the church was to accomplish,
0: has kind of polarized with these two yeah. two aspects of, of Jesus's mission. Yeah, mm-hmm. one is all about preaching and preaching evangelism, 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 which is huge, which the church should be doing. Yes. And the other side is all about outreach and social work and 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 all the more practical things. And, and don't you dare preach the message. Just just Helpful. meet their needs. <laughs> yeah. And yes. after they have water, after they have food, then then them to go away and live the life that they always wanted to live. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these, there's a, there's a, is a balance an okay word? Uh, I think I think they need or, to be held or in the, duality. I think or, they need to the be held intention. They tension. have to be
2: held intention. Intention, because to me, you're always going to be in a position where human beings like extremes. Mm-hmm. It's either this or this, right? We like black and white. Oh, either you preach them. At, well, the message is more valuable than just the service, because who wants to have you know. Blind people who are sinners and now they can see and now they're just worse sinners because they can see. Mm -hmm. Right? Who wants to liberate people who are not changed in heart? So on one side, people will use this and say, well, guess what? The gospel, the message is more important than the service. But then on the other side, it says no one wants to hear your gospel because you don't do anything for their blindness and their oppression. Mm -hmm. So therefore, the service is more valuable than the message. And in actuality, they're really two sides of the same coin. One is evidence of the other's power. So because of the service, my message has power, and my message is powerful because of my service.
0: So the two are 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 linked uh, by definition. yes. I think we, we have a hard time understanding. I mean I, 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 this sounds like a superficial attention, but it is a core problem. Yeah. Some people think this is bait and switch. Hey, I gave you a meal, I fixed your house. now you've got to listen to what I have to say to <laughs> yeah. you, yeah. but that and, and, so, and the church has
3: <laughs> functioned that way, Kelly. Yeah. Well, I just, I like how Jesus doesn't go into that, that box that people try to make him. Mm. So you're either this way or that way. Just like, I'm actually both. So mm-hmm. you have to deal with it.
0: And well, that's since he was a revolutionary. <laughs> yeah. And a countercultural. And so that made certain people like him. Yeah. Sense, yeah.
3: Well, it made certain people like him yeah. and then dislike him. But it's just Jesus is like, I'm going to do, it says the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to do these things. Mm-hmm. No one asked him to do those things for the Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. so he's following what his father's commissioned him to do through the Spirit and now what people are expecting mm-hmm. him to do.
4: From the beginning of time, it's important for us to know that Jesus has never changed. In other words, Jesus is not coming here trying to be a revolution. That's right. right. What has actually happened is that society has Re- revolted Lost. against him. Yeah. yeah. So from the very beginning, when you look at the book of Genesis, which we studied before, uh, when God created humanity in His image, He created us to be like Him—not just spiritual, not just spiritually. We weren't just mm-hmm. called to be holy, but we were called to be a complete reflection of who He is, mm-hmm. physically, mentally, and spiritually. And so, whenever we, uh, whenever we seek to to separate and to categorize humanity any, into any one of these three categories at the exclusion of the others, mm-hmm. we are just doing partially the work that god i mean we
0: essentially were ruining the image of god exactly compartmentalizing dissecting it
4: right and so in this passage you have here complete restoration of the total individual that's what jesus came to do Mm -hmm. he came to completely restore every aspect of the image of god and humanity Mm -hmm. which is profound
2: because that leaves us um to make sure that we don't allow ourselves to to buy in to some sort of amazing development only on one aspect of humanity's restoration. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a great restoration of his physical body, right? So we talk all about health to the exclusion of his mental, his emotional, mm. um, and his spiritual development. When in reality, because they're intrinsically tied one to another, the other should be growing. If you're doing, the, uh, if you're doing specifically health correctly, the spiritual and the mental should be growing. And if you're doing mental health correctly, the body and the spiritual should be growing, Mm -hmm. not this parsing it out. And I think that
0: there is the the physical and 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 um, you know health component stuff, but in, in these verses he's also talking. These are these are social ramifications mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he's he's uh, freeing the prisoner, and and there it's not just the individual development, but there's a social component, a social development. Mm-hmm. Let's skip to uh, Luke chapter seven, which is kind of the other side, complementing uh, the verse that we just read. Luke chapter seven, verse eighteen through twenty-three. In Cali, if you don't mind, if you could read that for us. Luke chapter seven eighteen twenty three.
3: Then the disciples of John reported to him concerning all these things. And John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to Jesus, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? When the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the coming one, or do we look for another? And that very hour he cured many of infirmities, afflictions, and evil spirits, and to many blind he gave sight. Jesus answered and said to them, Go and tell John the things you have seen and heard, that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, the poor have the gospel preached to them, and blessed is he who is not offended because of me.
0: All right, thanks, Cal. So what's going on here? This is very similar to Luke chapter 4, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So what's going on, uh,
2: Sebastian? Well, I I think it's beautiful to see the parallels between the groups of people that Jesus is serving in verse 22 Mm -hmm. and what he announced in Luke chapter Mm 4. And I think what's powerful about this text is to see who's asking the question is that this is the forerunner of Christ, John, right. asking the question about Jesus's identity and look at the circumstance in which he is in. He's oppressed and he's imprisoned by Herod. Mm-hmm. And so that just becomes profound to see that Christ is doing what he's doing for other people, mm-hmm. which is why John is raising the question. Mm-hmm. About it is, this is a
0: he? question of identity, yeah? I mean, the disciples are like, who are you? What are you doing? And yeah, so we when we come else? back after the break, we're going to look at other aspects of Jesus's ministry that people are taking and reinterpreting and making Jesus to be something that he wasn't
1: Hey, welcome back. So people take
0: different verses from the Bible and then they construct their own Jesus. And so we're looking at what Jesus has said about himself and the Bible verses that he's chosen for himself. So we looked at Luke chapter 4, Luke chapter what were we, 7, mm-hmm. and this is how Jesus, in a sense, defined his own mission. So let me just open it up to, to you guys. And we're going to get into uh, another passage where Jesus is cleansing the temple, which is found in all four gospel accounts. But before we get there... So Jesus said this about himself, I'm here to, to uh, heal the sick, and what and, and we just read. So what personal impact does that have for you, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, in your own personal, individual life? What ramifications? If this is his <laughs> mission statement, his constitution, his, his vision uh, statement for his organization, yeah. what does that do with our relationship? We'll start with Israel.
4: All right, <laughs> so. This, this, this lines up with the principle upon which God functions, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and then love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. I see that clearly reflected in the mission statement that Jesus has. He's, he's loving his neighbor as himself. And to love your neighbor as yourself means to do the greatest amount of work as often as you can for the sake of others out of selfless uh, motivation. And that's exactly what Jesus is doing. He's He's, di- he's not just dying to self on the cross, but he's dying to self moment by moment as he's healing people, he's helping people. How does this apply to me? Well, I might not have the same opportunities that Christ had to raise people from the dead or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I do have opportunities every day that present themselves where I can do good for the sake of others often and I often neglect those things and so in these ways I can fulfill well, through the,
0: the rubric of denying self as yeah, Jesus did
4: yeah course. helping people that are less fortunate than yes, I yeah. am you know there's a story told about a little boy who was because I know you like stories yeah there's a story to, <laughs> there's a, tell me a story. I'll story there's a story told about a little boy it really impacted me he's he's on the beach and he's um there's all these uh stars starfish yeah do you know the story? He's throwing, the yeah. oh. he's throwing them back in the ocean, and he's throwing them back in the ocean. Don't ruin it. my story. Please. We all know that yeah. story. Yeah. Tell, yeah. Yeah. tell yeah. a better story. I have a different You're story. on yeah. international yeah. TV. Yeah. So so the story. He, I'll like tell you that. the story, Kelly. Yeah. Kelly. And it? so <laughs> <laughs> he's, throwing him, he's throwing, he's throwing, he's throwing them back in, and 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 this man comes by and he says, you know, you think you're going to make a difference? There's millions of stars, fish, yeah. and starfish. And you know what makes you think you're going to make a big impact, a big difference? And he says, you know, I made a difference for that individual starfish, and so. We might not have the opportunity to to save the world, but we do have the opportunity to impact the lives of individual of individuals, one person at a time. And in so doing. We are fulfilling the mission of Christ just as much as Christ fulfilled His own mission when He saved yeah. the world.
0: I just want to uh, uh, underscore, though, and I totally agree, and I, I love the the unique story that you provided. Yeah. Uh, but it's well, it's the chicken fact soup that for the Christian soul, uh, Chris, uh, chicken, yeah. soup. Uh, 50, 50 chicken soup, yeah. uh-huh. um, so so there are other religions out there though, uh-huh. and other philosophies out there, like hey, do good, do good, do good. But this isn't what Jesus is saying. Mm-hmm. So underlying, I just want to underscore, it. it's the selflessness that Jesus had mm-hmm. that was the main drive which he did during while he was alive mm-hmm. and it which is what killed him in the yeah. end and what she's reproducing in all of us through his Spirit is the denial of self. That's, 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 uh, yeah. the, a Christian contribution to Yeah, well, and,
4: and also self. it's, it's, it's for the sake of others and every time with, without any selfish motivation. In other words, right. in yeah, yeah, most yeah. other religions, there's a measure to yeah. the yeah, goodness yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. we give so to others. So that
0: kid could have been thrown, you know, starfish back in the sea because he wanted for his resume out. or to get yeah. an A I in fourth starfish. grade or however <laughs> old was. Okay, he Kelly, was we're trying to get into the conversation. Okay, sorry. Well, I said what I want to say is just,
3: yeah, Jesus is disinterested service. He's not.
0: Interested service.
3: He's like not that. trying to earn something with his father. He's just, I just love you because I yeah. love you, and I serve because I love you. Yeah. and
0: Which is so rare today. Yeah. You see a lot of service being happened, but it's not disinterested.
3: Right. Yeah. And also the difference between Christianity and many other faiths is our God your true God opposed to false gods sometimes just command service like do this because I told you to mm-hmm. versus Jesus Jesus's do this because I showed you how mm-hmm. and so Jesus served disinterestedly first and he laid down his life first and he was selfless first and so it's not just like what does this look like we can look at Jesus's life and see it clearly mm-hmm. and you know at kind of what Israel's saying too that we might not have the same opportunities but we take what we we do have and i like how you know jesus did do amazingly huge things but he also did small things like just encouraging people mm-hmm. and so it's not well only if we heal people or only if we preach to five thousand on a hillside and give them food from two loaves three loaves those loaves of fishes limited resources. amounts of food mm-hmm. i said jesus thank you right. <laughs> wow <laughs> You have a very vengeful heart, okay? So, like, <laughs> Wait it doesn't, um, I lost my thoughts, Sebastian, be quiet. Okay, <laughs> so it doesn't have to limit us to be like, well, I'm not good enough. I don't do great enough things, so I should do nothing. But a heart of service serves because that's what's in our heart. And Jesus doesn't just give us tasks, but he transforms us on the inside. Which
0: was the ultimate message of the little boy with, uh, with the limited resources. It's the limited resources. Like, he only I'm he had limited resources, but <laughs> through Jesus, they were, yeah. 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 Okay, good. Awesome, awesome. Semester? I think for me, to be included in the
2: conversation? it's a, it's a, <laughs> I think it's the opposite of, um, you know, it's a similar starfish story, but from a different perspective. Another uh, story. Remit. Is that, you know, this guy was taking his son to the beach and his son was collecting shells. My kids like to collect shells. And when they came, they saw a starfish and he was like, oh, there's a starfish. Like, go get the starfish. Right. And his son runs up and he looks at it and then comes back and he's thinking, man, my son is like, you know. He's a a coward, like he's afraid to pick up a starfish. He's like, no, it's okay, Papa's right here. Like, don't worry, it won't hurt you. He runs back, he comes back again with no starfish. And he's like, what's going on? How come you didn't get the starfish? And the kid says, well, I had shells in my hands. And so he he was basically reflecting on the fact that a lot of times we are pushing someone to say, well, look what you can have. And the kid is thinking, but this is what I already have in my hands. And in order to take that starfish, I have to put these things down. Mm -hmm. And when I see Jesus... In what we've reflected, it personally means to me that Christ could have been an amazing advisor to Caesar. He could have been in a high position. He could have been a commander of an army. He could have had all these worldly aspirations, but he never put down the shells of what he was anointed to do Mm -hmm. in order to get the starfish right that the world was offering to him. Mm -hmm. And it, it really powerfully says to me, Sebastian, you need to be content with what the spirit of God has anointed you to do mm-hmm. and don't put down the shells right. and Christ never put that Amen. down. Amen. Um, Amen. and so a that w- story. that's a good story. That is, yeah. we've never heard that story. We like the that control. is a good one. So yeah, it's a, a little, on little on the, different the spin, you know, <laughs> but, he didn't yeah. pick up the starfish and throw it back. in. But but
0: hold on to your shells.
2: That's right. Don't put the shells down. And I think Christ did that his whole life. And that's what his life really personally says to me. Yeah. Don't put the. Let's put transition
0: it to the the gospel account of cleansing of the temple. Now there's four. There's Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So let's go to Mark uh, chapter 11, which is probably the shortest of them all. Sounds like Mark. And uh, <laughs> Mark gets to the point quickly. You know him personally.
3: Immediately, uh, Mark immediately.
0: 11, yeah, immediately. Mark 11. Immediately. Mark 11. Behave, those... children. Okay, verse 15 through 19. Sorry. 15 through 19. Sebastian, why don't you read that for us since sure. you're a little bit chatty this morning? Okay,
3: <laughs> Verse 15. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
2: It says, "So, (laughs) so they came to Jerusalem. Then Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he would not allow anyone to carry wares through the temple. Then he taught, saying to them, is it not written, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have made it a den of thieves. Okay, so this is this. Uh,
0: let's let's go from one side into the other side. Number one, why was this account found in all four accounts? What is the importance of this passage?
3: This shows a side of Jesus now, like, that we don't always see. Yeah, it's kind of like whoa, Jesus usually like calm and like mild and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I mean think. he's like
0: the the, the fuzzy wuzzy teddy yeah. bear, you know, except come, when he's saying like whoa to
3: you. That that's kind of not really fuzzy wuzzy. But yeah,
0: yeah. So here. here's kind of <laughs> angry Jesus, if we can use that yeah, uh, yeah he is.
3: i mean he's, he's turning up
0: tables he's and not like he's not saying stuff. like
3: hey guys can you please vacate the premises i mean he's he's flipping tables and he's very yeah. clear and he's i mean using i mean he's using scripture but it's still in a very intense way and this yeah. is just yeah jesus we don't cross stitch on pillows
0: so how do we how, how do we some people don't like this jesus yeah. uh it's found in all four gospels mm-hmm. so it's incontrovertible that this is a right, this uh, important, important significant, significant thing yeah. israel
4: yeah what what this, I think what this says to me is the fact that Jesus takes the mission statement very, very seriously. Mm-hmm. And whenever we don't do what we've been called to do, what ends up happening is is it's not a, if, if we if we neglect to do what God has called us to do, there are uh, consequences to that. Mm-hmm. Things don't re, they don't just remain the same, but they actually take a downward turn. Mm-hmm. And so what has happened here is that God's people have not only just not invited the world in. But in addition to that, they have oppressed the the very things that they have mm-hmm. and so that upsets christ because you're not you're called to you're called to help but instead you're helping yourselves mm-hmm. yeah.
0: and according to the mission statement he's anointed by the holy spirit so this is this is a trinitarian if you will a godhead action not just jesus you know get, getting something off his chest and, and that's ending right. and this is, this is a uh, divine action so if masterful.
2: you if you can almost imagine in your mind that the temple being so central to what it, everything in a Jews life and existence in terms of worship that's where the presence of God was this was the whole center of our whole religious system our economy yes and Christ is saying here at the very center at the very heart of what I instituted in creating this whole system of worship you've corrupted this totally thing correct. at its yeah. very heart yeah and I think every gospel writer was trying to say Christ and his mission was there to really change it from its very center mm-hmm. from its very core mm-hmm. And he saw that all the stuff that was coming out of Jerusalem and all the corruption and demonic possession and the brokenhearted and all these things, it came from this very central mm-hmm, place. Mm-hmm. And then that was the cleansing that needed. Okay,
0: to OK, so we've established that this is a very important verse. and Jesus was who he was in these Gospels. Yes. now let's go to the other side. Now, other people will take this and then they'll use it and they'll say, well, look here. This is social justice warrior Jesus. <laughs> and they, they they pin Jesus in like uh, as the one who disrupts the society. Disrupts religion, disrupts worship services, if you will, mm. and they justify that we need to be like Jesus and go and do exactly what he did. Is is that viable or I no? Just, I would
3: just Kelly. tell you to read the rest of the gospel. and Read not the just rest the of the
0: gospel, not yeah. just verses. Okay? That's not just
3: in the same way that we see this. Like this is a different kind of Jesus, and that's because Jesus is a multifaceted person. But also, like mm-hmm. you can't just take this and say I will follow him this way. Because I mean, even like other ways. Like he blasted Peter, and he never blasted Judas. Like that mm-hmm. means we should blast everyone, blast no one. No, it just means it depends.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. I also also see this as Jesus didn't do this on the basis of his own opinion. Mm -hmm. He said in verse 17, then he taught saying to them, is it not written in the word of God? Mm -hmm. So Christ saw a contradiction between a religion that was supposed to be submitting to the word of God and was Mm -hmm. living in contradiction to that. So his goal was to restore it to its biblical ideal. Mm -hmm. So following Jesus in this way is always appropriate. When you find that the church is not living or the God's people are not living in harmony with the word of God that they profess. So he's like, look, did it not say this? But this is what you've made it Mm -hmm. contrary to what the word of God said. Mm -hmm. So I think that zeal is appropriate like the Reformation, right, where Luther says, my will is captive to the word of God. You know, unless you convince me by scripture or plain reason, Mm -hmm. I think that is the... The, the core element of what Christ is doing and that gives license to that type of zeal.
0: Okay, with our remaining time I want to go to, really squeeze this in here Isaiah 53, okay I feel that Isaiah 53 encapsulates Jesus' ministry and character all at the same time in the Old Testament and uh, very interesting that Jesus quoted from Isaiah most from all the Old Testament books and mm. he really resonated, from, we just read from 61 and now we we'll go to Isaiah 53 verse 3 through 6 and um,
4: Israel, can you read that for us? He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with the stripes we are healed up to verse 6. Verse 6, please. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all.
0: Very short verse, but a powerful verse for us all to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Not a social justice warrior, not a revolutionary, but a suffering servant for the glory of God. That's our prayer. Hopefully that's yours. We'll see you next week here on Inverse.
1: You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jared Thomas, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Daco, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag inversebible. Until next time, this is Inverse.